Hey guys, welcome back to Screen Beans. This is episode 64. We're your host, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And we have a lot to talk about today. I say, I mean, a lot to talk about. We have news today. <laughs> yeah, it's been and, a while. Yes, and I guess over the last couple of days, the DC sky has fallen. Every time we get news about DC, it's worse and worse. Like, there's never good news. No, Unless it's, it's Wonder really, Woman related. It, it, it's, it's real, yeah, it's really not... And so this was – we're going to kind of do like the, the rundown of my, my saved stuff. Uh, it's going to start off with this. Warner Brothers launches new DC movies franchises that's not a part of the DCEU. It's basically we can't commit to one universe and we can't – actors won't commit. So we're just going to start off shooting them. It's like if mm-hmm. you're going to do that, fine. But why create a universe if you're not going to – then don't even have one. Yeah, and, and they have no name for this. Only other than there is a, I guess there's a new Joker origin Ugh. movie that's in the works. And for one, I I don't need to see a Joker origin story. It's kind of like the Gambit movie. Does anybody really want to see this? Well, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe there's people out there that want to see a Joker origin story. Thing but is- I guess I guess I, I like the fact that you don't truly know where the Joker came from, what he went through. Right. I guess I, I, I'm just a, I'm, I'm of that mind where I don't want to know a definite answer to where he, he came from. I like hearing him say all these different ridiculous things of his, his origin. Mm-hmm. It's like which one is which one's real. I, I like I like that. I don't want to see this fucking movie, but it's like. DC and Warner Brothers, they know their big tentpole is Batman. And so, and the Joker is right there. Mm-hmm. So they, they kind of go hand in hand. So it's like, okay, so now you're going to have this new Joker movie that's not going to be part of the DCEU. It's going to have a different actor playing the Joker. Well, you sh- you'll still have Jared Leto in Suicide Squad 2 and Harley in The Joker or whatever. Which is funny that you just brought up because I just got something about that. Suicide Squad 2 is, has been fast-tracked. Has been fast-tracked to get done. And it's like, I, I don't need to see another fucking Suicide Squad movie. Right. Can we do something that has some of the other characters that I want to fucking see? I don't need to see the scrub criminals who've been caught... In another fucking movie. Yeah, B-list. At least not not yet. They, yes, B-list villains mm-hmm. that got caught that are teaming up to do something that's going to save the world, which was a ridiculous thing in Suicide Squad 1, mm-hmm. which was way <clears throat> too big of a thing for them. Yeah. I agree. And so, on the heels of that news comes out that Matt Reeves... The Batman, I assume it's going to be a trilogy, mm-hmm. but who knows, is his, the Batman movie is not taking place in the DCEU and also that Ben Affleck is reportedly not going to do it. Right. Obviously, if you listen to this podcast long enough, you know, at least me and probably Carolyn, that we don't think Ben Affleck is going to be Batman Ever again after the Justice League movie. No. That once once that movie comes out, he is done and hanging up the cowl and cape and not going to wear it again. But for 
Matt Reeves to come on and to have what I would assume a trilogy of the Batman, and it's not going to be set in the DCEU, has me scratching my head at this whole, they're going to have another offshoot movie thing that's completely separate from the DCEU. And so, okay, what's in the DCEU and what's in this new thing that they haven't named yet? Is Flashpoint going to be in the DCEU? Because as of right now, we assume that the current Flash will be in that movie. Who knows? The thing is, is that every time DC comes out with news, a new movie is being fast-tracked. When Wonder Woman, it's Wonder Woman 2 is being, you know, fast-tracked. It's going to be coming out, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, you know... These new Batman movies, oh, well, this. I mean, they've talked about Justice mm-hmm. League Dark, talked about... Which is also having its problems now, because now, I guess, they've lost another director. So now they've decided the story's not good enough. So let's go ahead and rewrite that yet again, and then try to get a director. Which I think that is ass-backwards. I think you need to get a director who wants to do a Justice League Dark, or who wants to do one of these comic book movies... Get the director who wants to do it, and then write the fucking thing. And not one who wants to do some sort of... I I just don't understand how Marvel could have so much success, and DC can just look at what they've been doing and mimic it. I mean, they don't have to copy it. No, they don't have to copy it, but it's, it's like you had Wonder Woman, which was hugely successful. You've now have Justice League getting ready to come out, and... Supposedly there's been changes to that to kind of get it more in the direction that you want to go. And I guess I don't understand why you have to... It feels like you're just kind of moving away from the DCEU because it didn't work out the way that Zack Snyder had kind of put it on its path. And like they can't figure a way to get it back on track. So they're going to kind of do this offshoot and have... The Batman with Matt Reeves directing it, leading it as its own kind of offshoot thing. Like, so will it just solely be its own standalone thing, not in any other <coughs> DCEU thing? I, I guess what I'm getting at is you also have Gotham City Sirens, mm-hmm. Batgirl that Joss Whedon's doing. Where do they fall? Yeah. Where, where do they fall? I mean, the thing is, is that when Marvel started, yeah, some, you know, Kevin Feige, you know, he was the one who is executive level who is doing all this. I think DC, it's the fact that they started with, you know, they have a director being the person who's creating this universe. It's like, that's, that's the wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you need different directors, mm-hmm. but you need to have the person on top knowing what they're doing. And it's kind of like... When Iron Man came out, did they already, you know, once Iron Man, you know, yeah, they had the thoughts and, you know, mm-hmm. of what's going to be happening because they had, you know, the end credits and all this stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I know that I know that some things, some things change and some things will end up changing no matter what you, you map out because you're, you're talking years right. down the road. Things are going to change, but you can do it in such a way to where it's, it's fluid, like what Marvel has done. To where things can kind of change, but it all kind of fits together. And I love seeing Marvel movies of Iron Man or Captain America and seeing other heroes kind of have... 
cameos in them mm-hmm. because they all live in the same fucking universe. Yeah. But it's like, here's like, you're going to do the, the Batman movie. Are you going to, you, you can't have a Henry Cavill Superman cameo because it's not in the DCEU. You can't have Wonder Woman mm-hmm. have a cameo in there. And I don't, I, I guess I, I just, I, I don't get it. And I had so much faith in Jeff Johns coming on board that it was just too late. He he was going to kind of get this thing under control, get it on the right direction, and and fix it moving forward. I'm, I'm sure all the stories moving forward are, are hopefully going to be good, and he's going to be involved in them somehow, some way. But I just don't understand why you 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 have the DCEU, and now you're going to start up whatever this other movie thing is going to be. I mean, I'll believe that when I see it actually happen too. And it's like, I, I've, I felt like I've, I've beat the drum for DC for so long and I try to stick up for them, but it's, uh, I'm to the point to where I want to put down the drum and I will believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Like I'll believe it when not only do they have a director on board, but they have a script that they like. They have actors cast in certain roles, and that production has started. At that point, I'll have a little bit of hope that that fucking movie is going to get made. <laughs> but until then, I'm I'm not going to believe that they're going to do any of these movies, especially the ones that they just rolled out at at Comic Con. Yeah, I mean they I'll, rolled I'll, out I'll some s- before. I'll, that they I'll had see all it of if, these. I, if I you know when it, when it happens. But it's like <coughs> there's. I just don't understand what they're doing. Why is there now there's two different tracks? You have all these other movies that are getting thrown out there. And they, they continue to do the same thing where they write a script and then try to get a director. Just go get a director who really wants to make one of these movies and then write the script. Yeah. Not the other way around because it, it really seems like they're writing these scripts they're doing all this stuff, then trying to get a director to shoot the movie for the script that they wrote. And it seems like all the directors are just bailing on it <laughs> because they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So then I also see that there's a Joker and Harley Quinn movie. It lands the director who wrote Crazy Stupid Love. Like I said, we'll see. Another if that movie, movie that I don't, me. I don't care about. I don't give a shit about that either. But it's like. DC and Warner Brothers are so. What, what what do people like? And let's just do that. Mm-hmm. And we'll do it as fast as we can. Ooh, people liked Harley Quinn. Let's do let's do as much as we can. Sirens. Instead of and just having a game plan on what you want to do, sticking to it, making sure that the movies are good with awesome stories. That's what's going to work. Doing all of this other shit is ridiculous. Well, I mean, all this stuff coming out just. Loses faith, and then people, when you know, like with Marvel, even if the movie's not that great, you know, you people don't have the hate that they have for DC. And I feel like all of this news coming out and all of these people backing out, you're like, well, this movie's not going to be good. Yeah, I mean, it, people it, are it, going it puts in doubt already. in people's minds. Like it, I'm a, I'm a huge DC fan. That's where most of the you know the characters I like are at. Mm-hmm. And hearing this and seeing all this crap all the time, it's just like, man, 
It beats you it, down. It, it does beat you down. And as of right now, the only movie that I, that I think that is actually going to make it to the big screen is Aquaman because they're actually filming it right now. Yeah. Everything else is a, I'll believe it when I see it, when you have all these other check boxes for me checked off. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Such an ass whipping. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with that. We're ready to get started? I don't need to see a fucking Suicide Squad 2. Give me Flash. Give me Green Lantern. Give me something better than B, C, D list villains teaming up. Mm hmm. That nobody cares about to begin with. <sighs> fucking ridiculous. Okay, I'm done. You sure? No, I'm not. <laughs> but let's move this thing forward. <laughs> Let's try to, to be the opposite of DC and Warner Brothers and move forward what? with something. <laughs> Let's do it then. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. So obviously I can't even move on yet. Oh, I, no. I, I can't. Okay. Just saw this. The Joker and Harley Quinn movie may... Replace the Gotham City Sirens. <clears throat> so now you're kind of taking something that I was kind of excited to see. Harley Quinn, you know, Poison Ivy, Catwoman, doing all that stuff, possibly having Batgirl in there. To now it's a Joker, Harley Quinn, love fest, blah, fucking story. I mean, it's like, stop concentrating on villains and do... The actual heroes. So, anyways, putting my phone down so I don't interrupt it with any more DC awful fucking news. And let's get to Preacher. Preacher! The way that this one started off. <laughs> yeah. Was, I, I, I was not expecting it. I was sitting there watching it. And the way that it started off, I immediately had to turn down the volume. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, okay. And if... if I guess if you're a very religious person. I mean, if you're a very religious person, you're not going to be watching no, this show. Probably, anyway. you're, no, you're probably not watching this show. And I'm, and I'm sure that the, the watchdogs for some of those organizations were probably all over this episode in particular because of the way that it, it the beginning of it, mm-hmm. ha- having Jesus with his man bun. Yeah. Getting it on uh-huh. with a married woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know because you know they kind of showed them, and you're like, "This this looks like old times." And then I kind of yeah. thought to myself, "I'm like, it's a dirt this, dirt wall, dirt yeah. floors." Is this Jesus? Because I knew they were talking about his lineage, so you know yeah. that it's going to be something. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, the whole scene where it's like, man. Yes, the whole scene, and then the the like the the sex scene, like went on for like as long as the one in Deadpool when they yeah. were going through the year. Uh-huh. It it was it was very similar <laughs> to that, and eventually, you know, he kind of you know they finish, mm-hmm. and you know Jesus has to leave, and then she finds out that this is. Jesus, and then his whole group shows up to get him and go, Jesus, where'd you go? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, we, uh, we thought you were at the temple. 
Oh, well, this woman was sick, and I came to <laughs> lay my hands on her. <laughs> like Jesus, we got to go. We have the getaway donkeys around the corner. Yeah, the getaway donkeys, <laughs> and all of like the, the the dialogue that they were using was it was modern time. Oh yeah, speak, and it was uh, it was hilarious. I thought that whole first bit was was great. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. So, you know, he ends up, she ends up being pregnant, and there is Jesus's lineage. Yes. That star and all of them are protecting. I'm guessing it's probably the birth of the Grail, what is it called? The Grail Institute? Or Yeah, the Grail Institute. I would, I would assume that, that that one guy that once all of Jesus's buddies showed up, and they took him away, and that one guy stayed... I would think that I don't know who that guy was. I can't remember if the, which one they said it was. Yeah, that I would I would assume from that moment he is the one that started what is now known as the Grail Institute and protecting Jesus's bloodline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So yeah, it has all that. So so then they come back to present day, and you have basically Cassidy and Tula. Basically, the gist of them is. Cassie's going to need to get a hold of his son because yeah he's he out, he's is, out of control uh, he he's is out of control giving in to his urges and desires which and we all, we knew yes it's because anytime somebody in a show tells you you know what just let them die because it's not going to be good right so, and and you know it's not going to turn out well yeah I'm just waiting for the episode where Cassidy has to put down his own son yeah exactly instead of, instead of just waiting like probably not even a day and i would say probably 30 minutes <laughs> yeah and he was gonna spit the bit and yeah <laughs> be done but uh and then tula basically she you know she's befriending quote unquote the grail institute woman yeah and uh basically because she just needs somebody because preacher is not there to help her and cassidy is just a you know having sex party with his son yeah the hookers Right. And so, uh, so you know, she kind of befriends that, but you kind of find out later in the episode that they're manipulating her, which, I mean, you get it. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, you knew it was going to be something. Yeah. To kind of split them up. So mm-hmm. she finds, Tulip finds the um, guns and sword of the cowboy that yeah. Jesse has told her, point blank, that he sent him back to hell. Now, even though she she found the guns and the sword... You know, from my point of view, I mean, yes, these things are still around, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he he didn't send him back to hell. Why would he hide him? Yeah, I I know, but it's I know the fact that he they were hidden in a floorboard makes me think he's he's lying to me, which he was. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> So then you get so the meat of the the episode is preacher and hair star, and their interaction were hilarious. Right, I mean, hair star kind of comes up to him at, at the, the bar at and the, is kind of telling him all this stuff and shows him these notebooks, these three ring binders of all of what they do and what this stuff. And, he, and preacher basically hits him in the face and says, <laughs> where's God? Because he's like, this is bullshit. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, I see you're not a binder person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So he takes him to their headquarters or whatever it is. You see the Pope and the, uh, some Cardinal there. Mm-hmm. And then they're, I mean, batshit crazy ideas of what's... Of where God, God is. God is. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. And then you kind of... One of them drops the... What, what about the, 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 the boy? boy? What about the boy? Yeah. And her star was trying to, you know, gloss over that and then ushered those two out the door. But Jesse caught it and was like... What, what what about this boy that they that they mentioned? Huh? What? From her star? Right, yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't think you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so basically, you know, Preacher's using his Genesis power on her star. And it's kind yeah. of funny because he's like, take me to see the boy. or And he's like, no, we can't do that. No, no. Take me. And he goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So put a bag over his head. Airplane, train, automobile. This looks like a convent or something. <laughs> Just like, is it far? Uh, her star is, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows <laughs> where it is? I mean, <laughs> and it seems like, how far are they traveling? How, what is the length of time that's happening here? Is this one day of traveling? Because then is, he's got to travel back. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is like <clears throat> Game of Thrones. Right. Time traveling. Right. And uh, so he goes to take him and he sees... The boy, and he's like bends a knee, and yeah, because it's like it's it's almost like he's like in like a, a cave. It's yeah, very, it's very kind of cavish, dark, lit by candles, and you know th- this this the lineage we find out is what the twenty fifth or twenty sixth twenty fifth twenty fifth great grandchild I think they said or twenty fifth grandchild mm-hmm. and. So it's it's lit, and you you just pretty much for the most part you just kind of see silhouette ish right. of him, which you know you know resembles Jesus Christ. And yeah, I mean all they that. still have him in like a robe, and his yeah. mm-hmm. hair is you know at, you know looks kind of the same as what you think. Yeah, but you don't see his face; you just see his silhouette. You don't see his face, and obviously, and then you know Jesse gets on you know gets on his knees and is. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ, all that. I'm here to serve you, blah, 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 this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you see Jesus' face, and then he starts peeing on him. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesse's like, what the hell? Stands up, and then you can see that something is quite, not quite right with the uh, the lineage Mm-hmm. Of of Jesus, something has gone wrong, right? And her star is like, yeah. Tried to keep the bloodline pure, so we've had a lot of you know inbreeding. Yeah. And my question immediately was, okay, so how did you get to this person? Mm-hmm. How did you get to to this one? What is the inbreeding process? Because we I saw see this family tree. Yes, because we saw earlier in the episode once Jesus' child was born, the mother had asked to hold it, and then she was beaten to death by the midwife. Midwife who was there. So you have this one son. Mm-hmm. How how does how does the tree go? Yeah, from from that is point. it a taproot? Yeah, to to get to. <laughs> What you have. So, yeah, because it seems like as long as you had, let's say that's a son, you know, just find a woman 
you know, but I, I don't know. It's like, would you have them have more than one kid or would you just have them have, I, I don't know. I need to see a family tree on this. Yeah. And I don't know if, if we're ever going to see it or we're just, just to, you know, to assume that this is what we've got kind of thing, you know, we're moving forward, mm-hmm. but it was just something that popped in my head. How does this family tree look? How mm-hmm. did we get to this point? I just kind of want to know, but if we see it great, I'll be happy. If not, I'll, you know, something else will disturb me later. Right. And well, well plus then, so after Jesse meets Humberto, is what they're calling him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, oh, he's getting excited. We better leave. So <laughs> he leaves and then. Rubbing up on her star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you kind of find out her star kind of, even though it made it look like Jesse was tricking him, it's he was just playing right into her, his his plan. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you find out, he's like, with your power, you can be the new god. You know, you yeah. and I together could rule the world. Yeah. We don't need to, we don't need to find the real god that went missing. You can just be him. Yeah. You, you have, have this you power. You have this power. You can just be him. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think Jesse was too keen on that. No, he's, he's like, like there is there's a there's only the God, and I'm not it. Yeah, that's blasphemous. Yeah, we need we need to find the real one. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and so and then her star is kind of like you know well you're alone in this and he's like well I'm not alone mm-hmm. and then you kind of find out. Okay, so they've been kind of playing tulip, and I mean Cassie's kind of been doing it on his own. Yeah, he's been doing it. Completely, completely on his own. And so I, you kind of left the episode with Jesse thinking, you know, am I looking for God all by myself? Because well, I mean, you, he doesn't know yet because Tulip, you know, her star is like, well, you, you know, if you're not alone, you're about to be. And, and you know, Jesse just gets out of the car and that's mm-hmm. the end of the episode. He doesn't know Tulip found the stuff yet. Oh, yeah. And from looking at the scenes for next week. They're digging up the and, cowboy. Yeah, because it has them in the swamp, and they've towing out the yeah. armored armored truck. Yeah, so we'll have to see what happens with between Tulip and Preacher, because it's kind of like Tulip's going to confront him about those weapons, and that's what the next episode is going to be. Mm-hmm. And Cassidy, I mean, it, it's got it's got to be something with his son in, in there too. I can just see like you know next week's episode probably have just a little bit stuff of her star on the grail, but most part probably this whole going to the swamp to take care of yeah all this but i mean J- jesse the only reason he put him in there was because he gave him one percent of his soul and he doesn't want to send one percent of his soul to hell right so it'd be nice if you know if we see him come clean to to tulip and say well i had to give him a soul and i was the closest match so i gave him one percent of mine I don't want to send him to hell with 1% of my soul. Yeah. I don't know what's going to, that, what that means for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but she was having her well, you know, that's out too easy. dreams and shit. That's yeah, too easy. It is. He probably won't even say anything near that. No. He'll just make things worse. Yeah. So, <coughs> yeah. So, I mean, anything else to add on uh, the preacher? No, I think that's about it. I mean... We'll find out next week what's going to happen when they confront each other and with the cowboy, he's coming back. So mm-hmm. something's going to be big, but I'm ready to move on to 
Game of Thrones. And speaking of big, this this episode. I mean, second to last episode, there's always big stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And we knew they were going to fight the White Walkers. Now, before we get into Game of Thrones, I've seen some stuff, heard some stuff about people are disappointed in this season and the stories and the whole time things not matching up and that it really seems like some of the stories like they've just kind of rushed rushed them you know just kind of mailed it in Mm -hmm. they're not holding true i don't feel that way at all i love the show i love everything that's happened this season would it would it have been nice to have another episode or two to extend something maybe if it if it was was worth seeing if there if something happened but i don't need to have you guys just extend it to extend it right and sometimes it's like yeah i get that they're i mean i understand the time jumps that you know it's like oh man it's you know it used to take them forever but it's like back then it's building story now we're just you, I, mean, I mean you know this you know the story there's nothing really i mean yes there's probably some things that will come out and surprise us but you pretty much know the direction it's going now you have the White Walkers, and you have everybody else who's breathing. Mm-hmm. And it's all going to come to head. That's that's where we're going. Everybody knows there was only 13 episodes left. They're going to split it into seven and six. They're going to wrap it up. So yeah. I think part of that is because they're wrapping it up that some of the stuff has to be the way that it, the way that it is and written the way that it I is. I think people, some people are just up. mad that they're getting cut episodes. Like they, you know... They're only getting seven when they, they, you know, used to be ten. So I feel yeah. like people are are mad saying, well, why, you know, mm-hmm. I'm only getting seven episodes. And, you know. I'm, I'm glad I'm getting seven. Yeah. They could have said, you know what, we don't need to do any of this anymore. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> the end. You don't need to know the ending. But, but yeah, anyway, so, I mean, I have no problem. Before I mean, we I get, got I into get, it. I get it, but I feel like people are just trying to complain. I mean, it's basically the people who have to complain about something. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's not making the story any worse. It's just kind of like, do we really need to show the people walking this far? I mean, yeah, do we need, like, walking, like, do we need to have a whole episode, maybe two episodes, of John and his six buddies Walking north looking for the White Walkers. Yeah. I mean, do we need to see an episode and a half or two episodes of of that? Do mm-hmm. we need to see him one whole episode sailing from Dragonstone to Eastwatch? Yeah. No. I don't need to see it. Yeah. Let's 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 go ahead and get to the meat and potatoes <laughs> of all of this stuff. We'll scoot the salad and the veggies to the side. Yeah. So anyways. Speaking of meat and potatoes, let's get to it. Okay. This episode was awesome. I I enjoyed it. And when it got to a certain part in it, like the final big battle scene thing where... The White Walker. I mean, I, I, who do you want to start on this? I'm just jumping right to the well, let's, big let's battle wait. at the let's, end. Okay, let's talk about Arya first. I mean, okay. it's smaller. So, you know, we she found the note little finger left for her uh-huh. to just try to drive this wedge in between her and Sansa. And Arya, it's like, you need to calm down a little bit. 
You know, she's talking to Sansa about this note. And it's like, yeah, Sansa was there when her dad, you know, got his head chopped off. She was screaming at it. You were standing in the crowd. And mm-hmm. afterwards, she's alone mm-hmm. with the Lannisters. And she's what? I mean, 12. I mean, she's young. And, you know, she's forced to write this note. She told her she's forced to write this note. Mm-hmm. And Arya's like, I would have rather have died. Yeah, the Arya now would have. But the Arya, Arya then back then ran away. Yeah, scared. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot different now. And it's like Sansa's been through a lot. I think Arya's letting her hate cloud all judgment. Well, you, you you say that. And I guess the scene where... I mean, they never were that big of friends to no, begin with. No, they're not. They because always, they're, 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 they're different. They're just, right. they're just different people. They have different likes. You know, Sansa always wanted to be a princess and a queen and have nice things and live in a castle. Where Arya didn't. She wanted to be a, a warrior, soldier, fighter. Yeah. And, and do that. But I think the the scene where Sansa goes into Arya's room and finds the satchel of faces. Mm-hmm. Which, if I was Arya and you really didn't want anybody to find that, I think it would have been hidden better instead of just laying on the side of the bed. Yeah. I think that whole scene where Arya magically appears in the room... Because you don't hear oh, no, that's anything. Her, that's her, you know, training. Her, her, uh, you know, ninja skills showing up. I think this whole interaction in this room was Arya kind of setting up her game. That I think she's doing this in a way to where it's eventually going to backfire on Littlefinger. I hope so. I think that she did this to, to Sansa so that Sansa could do something with Littlefinger. And I think it's, it's, I think it's a big play for Arya. I hope so. Because right now it seems, and I can see that happening because right now it looks like everything's coming up Littlefinger mm-hmm. because Sansa, what does she do? She goes to Littlefinger or, you know, the next scene and she's talking about how this is going to ruin everything and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And, Littlefinger basically kind of talks her into take, telling, you know, Brienne is here to protect you. But, she, you know, she ends up taking Brienne away. So now I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like that's exactly what Littlefinger wanted her to do. So now there's no yeah. one protecting her. Oh, yeah. I think that's exactly what Littlefinger wanted to do was to, to get Brienne out of there. And hoping that the two sisters were would fight and separate. So that they wouldn't gang up against him. But I think that Arya, I think she has a plan. And from us seeing what's going on, it looks like she doesn't have a plan and that she's just picking on Sansa. But I think as it kind of unfolds, we'll probably see that she did have a plan back, you know, on this episode. And she was just putting it in in place. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, It's what I'm hoping for. Could I be completely wrong? Yeah. Will she be wearing Sansa's face? Will she be wearing Sansa's face and being a foot taller? Maybe. <laughs> There's lifts. <laughs> I, don't know, that, that, I think that's, of all the face she needs to take is Littlefinger's face. So it's like, I, I think that Arya and Sansa, one of those two are going to be the one that kills Littlefinger. 
I feel like Arya. Sansa's had her kill. She got to kill Ramsay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Arya is also, she killed I guess, Walter uh, Frey yeah, and his but, whole clan, but. And I, but I guess since, I guess since I think that Arya is kind of setting up a plan here to kind of trap Littlefinger to make Sansa really see that Littlefinger is bad news. Yeah, yeah I guess, you know. Well, Sansa already knows that he's bad news. Yes, I know, but Arya wants to let her know that he's really bad news. Yeah, like he's the one that killed their dad. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think Arya knows that, but it, it, you know. So I think there is a game plan going on there with Arya and Sansa. Mm-hmm. And people just don't like it right now because they think Arya's being mean to Sansa. Yeah. We'll see. She's we'll always see. been mean to Sansa. We'll see. Yeah. So. I mean, other than that, I think the only. I mean, because we, we, you didn't have any time in King's Landing. Yeah, I don't think they were. I mean, nothing happened because the last time you saw Cersei was when she was talking to Jamie about being clever. Uh-huh. And so I think the rest of it was. North of the Wall. I you, so, you had a little. You, you had a little bit of of Dragonstone. Or yeah, you had just Tyrion. a little bit. He was trying to talk, you know, some sense into Daenerys, and you know, don't fly your dragons. Right. I mean, and like, let's think of the future. You're breaking this wheel, uh-huh. but what happens after you? Mm-hmm. You can't have kids. Somebody's going to need to follow, and she didn't want to listen. No, she and didn't. I think and she's that, like, I'll worry about that when I'm sitting on the Iron Throne. Yeah. We gotta get there first. Okay, okay. I, I I see your point, but you still kind of have a need to have a plan. Like you need to have a plan now. What ha- I mean, in case something happens to you now, do you want somebody to be your successor now to try to you know mm-hmm. take care of Cersei? Yeah. I mean, I would think so, but maybe she's just so I'm going to take care of Cersei and get back what's rightfully mine. Rightfully mine. She thinks. Yeah. But. Yeah, so the rest of it is pretty much, you know, north of the wall. So it has the Game of Thrones suicide squad mm-hmm. going through. Which is a much better suicide squad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, their first encounter is with a White Walker polar bear. Polar bear, which I thought, you know, at first I thought, because I, I'm still waiting for this to happen. <laughs> Is I thought that it was going to be um, a, a dire wolf. Mm-hmm. I because they said, man, that that's a really big bear. Thinking, you know what? I, I guess everything's bigger there. I guess so, but I guess I just I, I'm 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 waiting because you know you just know that they have to have. Well, they have brands. I know they have to have brands. Dire wolf. Mm-hmm. Have to. Have to. Yeah, but. No, you find out that, that you know it's a polar bear and it's like some kind of like a winter storm going on, too. And a couple of the the extra scrubs that were just kind of well, you there. know they had to bring some extras just so they could die. I mean, every single extra person died. Yes, and then one of the main ones and one in main. the final thing. But yeah, yeah, because he gets mauled by this polar bear. Mauled by the polar bear. And it's it's the what's his name? I don't know. He's the one that keeps bringing back the other guy to yeah. life. Who's brought him back? We uh, uh, six, six times. times. So he get mauled. He gets mauled by the bear. Then the other guy lit his sword. Really horrible names. 
This would be so much better if I could just tell them by their names. IPad. People out there would be able to follow along better instead of saying this guy and that guy and this other guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, so he ends up, you know, lighting his sword up and cauterizes the bear bite wounds on the guy's stomach. Yeah. Where he was just getting mauled. Mm. And uh, is. So then from that point, they continued to, you know, march on through the snowstorm and all that. And they came upon, I guess, like a, a scout team. Yeah, like a small group. Like a small group of white walk. Well, one white walker and a group of what, like wits. They're, they're, I think they're just whites. W-I-G-H-T. Whites? Whites. Whites. Okay. We'll call them whites. White walkers and the whites. <laughs> Um, they come up on a small group of them and their game plan is like, Hey, this is great. We got a small group of them. Let's just, let's just rush them, kill them and keep one of them. Mm -hmm. So they go down there, they get into this melee. John kills the white Walker and immediately all the, the whites drop except for one. Mm -hmm. So then you kind of think, okay, so he killed the white Walker with his, Valerian sword, and we assume that all the ones, all the wits, whites, <laughs> wits, that fell were turned by that White Walker. Which I think we talked about, I don't know if we talked about it here before, but I think, I've said that, it's like, the only way to to beat these is if you can kill the White Walker, and it destroys all the people he's created. Yes. And I think we had talked about that before. That's the only way you're going to be able to win this battle is to mm-hmm. kill him. Yeah. And if you kill the Night King, they all should fall. Right. Like, you, you can probably go and kill some of the other White Walkers that are there and whichever guys they turned would fall. But I would think the majority of all those were turned by the Night King. And if you kill him... Everyone falls. Yeah, because I feel like he is the original White Walker. Uh-huh. So he even created the other White Walkers. Yes. So they do this. They get a guy. And then they hear something. They they know it's the army of the undead. They send Gentry. Yeah. Running. Because he's the fastest. And he's he spent all that time rowing. Yeah, that he's, he's he's in the best shape. So you don't use your legs when you row, though. He's he's in shape. So they needed him to run back to the wall and get a crow, mm-hmm. Raven. Sorry, Raven. Get a Raven. Send a Raven to so, Dragonstone. And, and he can't take his hammer because it'll slow him down. <laughs> and you need to get back to East Watch so you can get a Raven to Daenerys and Dragonstone. We need a way out of here. I mean, if he's only a day's run, that means those White Walkers are not that far away. From Eastwatch. Yeah. Now, they're not they're not, they're not fast running. by any means, but I would think they don't have to stop and sleep and eat. Yeah. They're just a continuous motion. They're just a Heading march. towards East, Eastwatch. Yeah. And this small little scout team was just kind of, I guess, out there just checking things out, looking for a way to go or whatever they, they were yeah. doing. So anyway, they, they get it and then they send him a running. The rest of the crew, they take off running, and they come a, come upon a frozen lake, 
and somebody almost falls through. Well, it starts cracking underneath them, and they're like, "Dude, wait, whoa, whoa!" whoa. And then all of them are coming up. All the White Walker are mm-hmm. the whites, and and they're like, "Dude, we just got to go." And I'm just yelling to TV, "Just fucking run! You don't have time to sit here and worry about, you know, frozen ice cracking and falling through." Yeah, you have a, the army of the undead right behind you. Just run. Just run. Yeah. And so they're sitting here running on the ice and the army of undead are like circling the ice and then they even get out there. Well, there's so many of them that they Mm -hmm. end up breaking it, but there happens to be this, you know, rock in the middle of this this little pond and they all make it to, well, once all the, some of the uh, whites start falling in, then the army kind of just stops. They kind of hold their ground of where they were. They circle the pond and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's, it's like, oh, we have all, I mean, we're dead. Mm-hmm. We have all the time we can, you know, to wait. If you guys freeze to death, then we'll just. Yeah, then we'll just, we'll just, create, we'll, just you know, we'll just, you know. Have you come. Have you rise then. Yeah. So, as they're on the, the you know, the rock and all that, they, they got the patch and Jon Snow, they pretty much said, you know, he tells him, you just, you need to kill that one. Because at this time now, the White Walkers and the Night King are on their horses standing up on this cliff looking down at yeah at them and you see the massive army of undead circling the pond and it's just like there's only one way they get out of this there's only one way and it's gonna be it has to be Daenerys and her dragons flying up here yeah um and so John and the guy at the patch have a little conversation says yes you just need to kill that one mm-hmm. right there to put an end to it because of what happened with the other white Walker that you killed. And most of his army with, that was with him fell. Yeah. So, which is some information that we all kind of knew going into kind of it. Anyways. it yeah. So, but now it's like, now they kind of feel like, okay, this is what it, what it is. And once he said that, I was thinking, are we going to have a, not obviously this episode, but sometime next season, are we going to have a fight that you know we didn't get with Jon Snow and Ramsay last season, but we're going to get a Jon Snow versus the Night King winner take all kind know. of thing? I think that's kind of like a cop out. I mean, no, I'm not saying that there's not going to be a big battle, but. I mean, I think I it's going to come down to a fight. I don't think they're going to say, well, let's not fight. Because Night King's like, what do well, I have to lose? Well, yeah, I know. I know they're not They're not going to. They're going to have a big fight. And everybody that loses, I mean, you know, he can rise. I don't know how, you know, he can rise them up as soon as they're mm-hmm. dead. So, I mean, as they're fighting, if the White Walkers kill some of mm-hmm. those men, it seems like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's going to come down to Jon Snow and, and the Night King fighting mm-hmm. but i don't think it's going to be a you know john Man. going up to him and saying hey let's just you and me fight nobody else can die because night king's like who the fuck cares they're mm-hmm. already dead <laughs> yeah you yeah you're not killing them you're just knocking them around <laughs> so. yeah so well then one of the coolest things that's ever been on Game of Thrones happens, and it's Daenerys getting up there with her dragons. 
Well, yeah. So the Raven finds her, and then Tyrion is trying to talk her out of it. And as soon as I saw that she's taken all three of the dragons, mm-hmm. I'm like, they ain't all coming back. No, no, they ain't all coming back. Mm-hmm. This, no, this isn't gonna be good. Plus, yeah. I think that. I plus I feel like she kind of needed to lose a dragon to kind of because you know it kind of goes back to what Tyrion was saying. You're not invincible. Mm-hmm. Neither are your dragons. I mean, I think at this point she didn't think anything could stop her dragons. Yeah, I didn't think she she. And so now she's either. lost a child, mm-hmm. and so it might make her start thinking. Okay, I do need to think about what's going to happen if you know if something happens to me, or you know what's the future going to be holding. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she goes, you know, and these and these dragons are tearing up these white walkers. It, it was. It was really fucking cool to see the three dragons just laying waste, just lighting it up to all the all the uh, the whites. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah, but you just knew because at the moment that all this happened, I, I immediately sat up from the couch and was on the edge of it. Uh huh. For like the edge of your seat, the edge of my seat for like the next twenty minutes or however long this whole thing went. Knowing that this is very awesome, but something bad is going to happen, and it didn't take very long for the Night King to, you know, grab one of the spears, and I'm thinking, oh, this is not going to be good. Not going to be good. No. Because he's going to kill one of the dragons, and he's going to he's gonna raise it up. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what, that's exactly what happened, and it was visually... It it was very cool. Oh yeah, seeing the dragon get hit, and as he's flying, the blood is just—it's well, I mean, it's like the fire, out. yeah, and the fire too. It's like, and then he hits the ice and sinks. Yeah, he kind of slowly. Now, do you think the Night King knew that this was mm-hmm. going to happen because he had? Two more spears. I think that, and there was two more dragons, and the and the other four, the other two White Walkers had swords. I think I, I kind of think that he did. I kind of feel like there he, there's going to be more to him than just because I think that he knew too. Because that's why he had three spears, knowing that the three dragons were going to show up. Because also, where did he get those big fucking chains at? Yeah. That they eventually hooked up to the, the dragon at the bottom of the yeah, pond. He just has those laying around whenever he needs one. You know, whenever he needs to drag a gigantic polar bear or a dragon out of the water. Mm-hmm. So, I, 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 you know, I think that he knew that they were coming as well. I think that as, you know, these episodes go on, more will kind of unfold. But I saw somebody's theory about who the Night King is. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this. I don't believe. I don't think it's true. I, it's, hey, it was, it, it was, it was a good little read. Uh-huh. It was a good little read. And if it happens, yeah, I'm, it's fine. I won't, I mean, I'll be, I'll be okay. But anyways, that's what it was. They, somebody said that their theory was the Night King is Bran. And not Bran, grown up Bran, but that Bran, how he can go back in time and... That he goes back in time to try to stop the children of the forest from turning the first 
human into the Night King. Like he goes back there to try to get into that human's head to tell them to stop. Don't do this. But see, I feel like that would be but the he, old brand, not after he's become uh-huh. the Three-Eyed Raven. Because now he knows that, he said it, I know everything that has happened, what will happen, and what is happening. Mm-hmm. So, the only reason he would do it is if he if he has to do it. He's mm-hmm. not going to do it to try to stop it, because he knows that it already has happened. Mm-hmm. You can't, so it's kind of like. Yeah, I, it's, I'm, I'm not saying that's going to happen. But it was a good little theory. Read. I feel like Bran, before he became the Three-Eyed Raven, had a chance to do it. But after he's become the Three-Eyed Raven, he sees everything. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, well now he's... And they did say that their outfits were very similar. Yeah, but you could... They all wear the I, same I know. Thing. They all wear the Ikea <laughs> fuzzy stuff, you know, up there north of the wall. But it, that, that's just... That's, it was just a theory that I read this week and I, you know... It's definitely interesting. I just don't, I I don't know. I'm skeptical about that one. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so they she so Daenerys lands a dragon, mm-hmm. and it's going so well at that point. And then they try to get onto the dragon. She extends the hand to John, and then John's like, oh, you know, I got to, you know, the army of the undeads come. I got to hold them off and and let everybody else get on before me and during this time he's killing some of them and the the crew's getting on she loses one of her dragons and she sees that you know the night king is going to go grab another spear and she's like i gotta you know or he tells her you need to leave you you need to leave get get out out of here here. and because john knows mm -hmm. he's gonna turn him yeah at least let's keep it two against one i mean yeah, I guess he knows he's going to turn, I mean, he, or he won't be surprised when he sees that the no, he knows the Night King's going to be the whole on thing. Him. When when that guy died, who was mauled by the bear, and he says we got to burn the body, he knows mm-hmm. anybody who dies and anything that dies because we've seen the polar bear. Yeah, he can turn it. Mm-hmm. So you need to get these dragons out of here before he gets another one. Mm-hmm. And so she starts to fly off. the The Night King grabs a spear. I'm thinking. Please, oh please, Lord, don't 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 let them don't let them lose two. There's there's no way that that they're going to lose two because she's on it and the crew's on it. There, there's yeah, there, there's no have way to get away. So the dragon turns at the last moment. You know the spear misses and I guess gets out of range of this tremendous athlete. Yeah, this javelin champion. Yes. Well, they leave. John is. Still fighting him. Still fighting. Or he was running back to try to get on at the last moment. And he got tackled by Something. some of the whites and then broke through the ice and he's sinking. Yeah. And so that was like her last, you know, moment of seeing him was that he got tackled by the whites and went through the broken right. ice. Well, they get back to the, you know, East Watch and she's, you know, still up on the, the top. Just, you know, I'm, I'm not ready to leave yet. Yeah. As her two dragons are flying around. I'm not ready to leave yet waiting. Well, John crawls out of the frozen pond, which that has to be extremely cold. Well, yeah, but I kind of feel like ice with Jon Snow is almost the same as fire with with her. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I don't think that he, I mean, I think that 
being coming back from the dead. I don't think that. I feel like it's kind of yeah. like. I mean, it's definitely hypothermia. But how many times mm. has Jon Snow had hypothermia? Yeah, yeah. So he, he's crawling out as the as the army of the undead are, are walking off, and you're thinking, okay, he, he's out. They're leaving. But then I guess they hear him and stop and turn around. And like, it, Wait a and minute! It's like, you're you're not. And it's like, oh shit! What what is going to happen? And then right then, Benjen shows up. Yeah. To to rescue Jon Snow, and pretty much says, you know, you got to get out of here. Yeah. You got to get out of here. And the way that he said it, I really feel that Ned told him who Jon was. I'm, I'm, I I know that he probably could have said that even I mean, well yes it, it, if it was Ned's kid he would have said that same thing but I guess I like I choose to believe that Ned told him. Well, I mean, I'm thinking that some of them are probably n- know Ned and were like, dude, I mm-hmm. know this is yeah, this is it, it, that is so out of your character. Well, plus, I mean, it was their sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, plus, I think that Benjamin has known that he has a per, you know, his purpose, and he saved Bran. Uh huh. And now he's saved Jon Snow, and he's kind of been walking this line of half and half. Uh huh. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, for a while now. So he can't go back. Yeah, because he can't. Uh, yeah, because he can't cross the the wall. No. Because of the magic that's in the wall. Yeah. And basically, he's doing what John just did with Daenerys, and so John's like. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't question. He, you just did the same thing. Yeah. And so, you just leave. And so, so Benjen there, he obviously takes all the heat yeah. <laughs> from the from the undead army. And I, I assume at this point, he's <coughs> he's got killed, and now he's going to be a member of the undead army. Because I can't imagine him making it through that. He got swallowed up by all of them. But, Unless he burns himself alive. Yeah. And take some of those out with them. And Daenerys sees John on, or she sees somebody on horseback. She assumes it's John. We all assume this John. Yeah. This John. And like the the look once they kind of get him on the boat and they're getting him undressed and all that. And she and you can clearly see where he was actually stabbed in the heart. Yeah. And the look on her face is she's like. I love him. Kind of. Well, I mean, thing. even when she was it's, waiting, she's like, no, we can't. Not yet. Uh-huh. It's kind of like, you know, she didn't want to believe he was dead mm-hmm. because, yeah, you do have feelings. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and the, and, you know, their, their feelings, I mean, you can just see it in their, their chemistry in this moment. And she sits on the side of his bed and they're holding hands and he, you know, verbally bends the knee. Yeah. So, and then, you know, they, they stop short of, you know, anything else other than that. You know, she's saying, you need, yeah, you need to, you need to get some rest and, and all that. So they now have made it to south of the wall. They're in the boat. They have the white, they have the white. And so now they are heading to for this, their meeting with, for this Cersei. meeting with Cersei at, I guess the, the dragon pit. Which I guess was a neutral-ish, however neutral it is. I'm sure it's you know just outside of King's Landing. Yeah. But you know, then the end of the episode. You know, we talked about the the chains that the White Walkers and the and all of them had. 
they they did drag up the dragon, and the Night King walked over to it and put his hand on its nose, and its eye opened up just blue. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it ends. So he's got one. So now we assume that he's obviously going to ride this dragon like Daenerys did. The other dragon that made it out that Daenerys still has was named after John's dad and her older brother. So we assume John's going to ride that. So now we know the three dragon riders and it's not going to be Tyrion as one of them, <laughs> which I, I really wanted to see Tyrion on a dragon. Yeah. But to be on a dragon and go into war is not so much Tyrion's thing. No. He's he, he not had his go- shot like what season two. He yeah. had his war. Yeah. He's not going to go into battle. So now you have, you know, the three dragon riders. So we'll see what, We'll see what happens with with that little dragon on dragon action. I mean, it's 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 going to be tense episode this next one because you have you know the meeting with Cersei and you know she's got something planned up her sleeve. Yeah, I, I still I, I still think something bad is is going to happen, and so I feel like somebody something big is going to happen. I mean, this the dragon dying definitely big. Yeah, I'm still crushed about it, but I feel like. With the shorter season, I think that this... Because sometimes they do it all on the this season and then they kind of wrap it up, mm-hmm. you know, for the final episode. Well, this one, I feel like since it's short, since it's next time is the last season, I feel like there's going to be a cliffhanger. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a cliffhanger. I'm feeling like the cliffhanger is going to be a bad cliffhanger. Like, it's not going to... It's not going to be a good cliffhanger where I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. all right. It's going to be a, oh, no, what the fuck just happened? You mean I got to wait... A year or so before it's gonna I be something before big, I get to and see? then it's going to go to credits, and you're going to go like, "Fuck!" Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. Yep. Well, I guess we'll find out in two days. <sighs> Man. Man, I'm so tense. I'm so tense for this episode because I know Cersei's going to do something that's going to. It's just going to crush me. Yeah. Like this one dragon dying. She's going to do something. Somebody's going to die or something's going to happen. And it's just, it's like, oh, I can't wait for you to die. Will you ever die? Please die. Mm. Anyway, we'll have to save that one for the next episode. So the next episode, it's going to be our wrap up for Game of Thrones. It'll be our last episode review plus our wrap up of the season. So we'll skip Preacher next week and then we'll do a double... Preacher in the next week. Mm-hmm. So it'll be all yep. Game of Thrones next week. Yep. I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about. Well, yeah, we'll have lots to talk about because I mean, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll wrap up the season finale. We'll go into kind of what we think is going to happen next. We'll, you know, hit on the, the big five. Yeah. So. Be good. It'll be good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. But uh, <sighs> I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. You can always find us on ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. Also, find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever. And uh, you can always find our podcast on TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. I think that's going to be it for this week. We will talk at you next week. Bye, guys.